Welcome to podcast 2187. Enjoy the show. And don't forget to submit your blaster for inspection. All right, welcome to podcast 2187. And this is going to be awesome tonight. Why? I don't know, but it always is. Every time that we're on, we create magic in the podcasting community right here. And it's going to happen. And I'm honored to be part of this magic. So thank you, Mark and Jared, for being here as well to help create this magic. Wow. What, what kind of amazingness are we going to have tonight? Mm-hmm. Like a scale of <laughs> one to five, with five being the best ever. It's going to be 20. 20, uh, Tim. Listen, let me tell yeah. you right now. Coming down. Going to be great. Podcast. Uh, resistance. Oh, full force this week. We got spoilers coming from the left. Oh, it was uh, photos. Oh, photos. Yeah, me, Gene. This is amazing. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take what? that, and I'm going to go, and I'm going to take it to the bank. Take that. T- I can't even do it. I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. It's a pretty good week for Star Wars, finally. It is. It is. And, and there are a couple of different things that we can get to about it that are exciting. Um, it, it's. I would actually even say I think it's more than just Episode Nine. Uh, but, yeah, we've got a bunch of th- different things to go through. I'm actually going to start with something that is relevant and related to Star Wars and uh, just also related to pop culture overall. So the Grammys were yesterday. Oh, Tim Grammys. Yeah, I know, right? Oh. What um, just happened? <laughs> so. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Childish Gambino, a.k.a. Donald Glover, uh, had a pretty big night. He, he won a lot. It wasn't there. Um, so someone accepted uh, the award for, I think it was Song of the Year for This Is America. Um, someone accepted it on his behalf since he was not there. And Mark, any guesses as to who accepted it? Was it Ludwig Gornson or was it, uh, God, you know, I'd say that. I didn't see it, but it would be really, really trippy if it was uh, Billy D. Williams. <laughs> uh, no, it was uh, Gornson. Uh, I see Billy D. Williams would have been better if he came out to accept it and just acted like, hey, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> Future me. No, that would have been really funny. <laughs> that would have been awesome. So now I feel a little bit let down. Donald Glover. That would have been great. Some but, people yeah, have no. it. And uh, like I said, it's still Star Wars related because not only did Lando win, but the guy who accepted it is the guy who's doing the music for The Mandalorian. Yes. That, yes, of course, man. wasn't mentioned, but hey, it's still cool. They I also did probably didn't mention that they uh, first met each other uh, through Community because he did the music for it. I, I didn't see the acceptance speech, but I'm assuming he did not mention that as well. <laughs> yeah, and then they could just like down a little like, like weird spider web, uh, six degrees of Kevin Bacon thing, where they're like, and then uh, the the Russos, uh, you know, directed the pilot, and they now are, are Marvel's go to guys. Yeah, which oh, I saw a very interesting fan theory about Endgame, which is totally off topic, so I'm not going to go into it right now. But just know, lean into it, embrace your inner Mark and Jared. <laughs> just know it was interesting. What? Come on, <laughs> tell us, tell us, tell okay, us. Okay, so. Well, it's not mine. It's just one that I read. And it Tim, was very, you it was clearly cool. made it up under not Tim <laughs> underscore under not five. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think we established last week it's 5,000. Oh, uh, whoa, whoa. I just want to point out that <laughs> you killed a lot of people in a week. <laughs> not, not in a week. We just said last week that that's what it was. I had changed it to five. 
Dude, this this is good continuity. Episode to episode continuity. See, people listen right now. They're like, what happened last week? Then they have to go back and listen last week to understand what's going on this week. That's true. Also, thanks to uh, Shut Up Laura on Twitter, uh, we also got a shout out telling, encouraging people to go back and listen to hear about R2-D2 with, uh, with a mohawk because that is uh, one <laughs> of definitely my best ideas. Thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I, I know Tim's going about to spoil us with uh, Avengers, but I keep Man. thinking about R2 lately and I'm getting really depressed. I mean, this may, this, for whatever reason, this is the one that may make me the, the saddest. Because I don't know if we're ever going to get any R2 again. I'm absolutely positive we will. Well, if really, we don't, what do you know, Tim? What do you know? If, if we don't, they're stupid. I, and I, I well, yeah, he's, he's one of the biggest marketing things that Lucasfilm has had, first off. Secondly, really? So then, so then where the hell is he in the, in the, in the sequels? Well, we might be getting them more. Uh, one of the things I'm going to be talking to talking about later. But, We've talked um, about this. This is this is why I still don't like like BB-8 very much. She's taking time from a man. And BB-8, <laughs> BB-8, spoilers for everybody. Everybody, the rumor is pretty much confirmed that BB-8 will have an annoying sidekick droid that he argues with in this movie. So are you where, kidding me? Are you no, kidding me? They're no, writing no. R2D2 and C3PO out. Feels like it. That's annoying me. And let I, I only will here? accept it is if it's Captain R2. Rex. If it's, if it's Captain Rex voiced by Paul Rubens, I'll take it. No, it's not. <laughs> the the guy looks like the Pixar lamp. Oh, I'm okay with that visual, but... Yeah, on a wheel, yeah. I don't know, man. This is all... I'm getting Not old. too much for you to handle. I'm getting too old for this. I'm sorry, go ahead. What, what was so, your Avengers uh, news? I would like to repeat, this is not mine. It is something that I read on the internet. We get you, Tim. Enough said by the fact that I read this on the internet, so who knows. But they were saying that Thanos is not going to actually be the main bad guy in Endgame. Um, who is it? Uh, Kronos. Who is Kronos? Uh, someone who's in the comic. <laughs> no. I don't <laughs> he, think so. Uh, apparently, well, apparently his whole thing is about traveling through time, and he has uh, wristbands or something like that that can help you do it. And <laughs> there's something about him being like translucent purple or something, which is also the color of the... The logo. I know that's a little stretching, but um, so according to this theory, they're saying that he emerges initially as someone to help the Avengers in that he gives them the wristband so that they do go back in time, which seems supported through some of the leaks that have happened, and um, that that's part of how they are able to defeat Thanos. But at the end of the movie, it's kind of revealed that his intentions weren't honorable and that he is the that's way too much. That's the new way big too bad much. guy. Even for a three-hour movie, it's like you're not going to introduce you're not going to introduce a new bad guy in a three-hour movie. I mean, well, apparently, the, the creator of of his comic line said that one of his characters is going to be in Endgame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, you know who the creator is? Jim no. Starlin, the guy who I don't created. Know. Okay, it's the guy who created Thanos <laughs> and oh, Drax, is it? Is it? Drax the Destroyer. It, this is literally. It's like, guess what? A bunch of those characters are in the in the first one were created by that guy. Like that that lends yeah. no anything sorry uh no, I, I, is, I just read no, no, this but. i'm just saying this is so bonkers because he's such a minor character in the original infinity gauntlet story he's it would be such a weird pull however that being said he was originally the character is an earth-based eternal thanos is an eternal of from titan one of the one of the only movies that we know what it is that's coming up but of like like nine that they have on the schedule like with dates saved where marvel's like we are definitely put it we're like Movies are coming out this time. One of the only ones other than Spider-Man and Black Panther that we know what it is, is The Eternals. 
And no, so we know a few. We just don't know. We know. We know Black Panther two. We know Doctor Strange two. We know Shang Chi. We know. We don't know that those ones are like from the way they've said. They've, they've said though. I don't know that we know that those are any of those specific dates or if they're even further down in developments. Like like oh, with yeah, Shang Chi in dates? particular. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I just meant that of those ones with confirmed dates, we only have three of them where we know which movies they are, which is Eternals, Spider Man, and uh, and Black Panther. But you're absolutely you're absolutely right. Um, uh, that I like Mark, that I think that it's super, super far fetched at this point. Introduce him as that important. Like, I kind of don't even think he's going to appear in it. You know, like, I mean, can we I talk could... about time travel a minute? Sure. Because it's, it, I have nobody to talk to about it. <laughs> yeah, it's and only I love, the internet. It, I, and I love time travel. So, I'm so all do about, I. I'm all about and it. Probably, probably in, in hindsight, the most solid use of time travel is a plot device and all its flaws. I'm not saying it has flaws, but Back to the Future trilogy because it's hard to pick apart where it's hard to pick apart where they w- would screw up time travel in that. There well, might I be. Think, a I think they do instances. pretty. I think they do pretty severely in two, but they 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 tell the story well enough that it doesn't it, it obscures their own problems because yeah, and, the, the whole the whole basic issue is the future that they're in. Would would have been destroyed before they like by by the events of future Biff going back in time and giving the almanac to himself and then coming back or whatever like he would have unwritten his own future so he should have but caused they, the but whole they do problem. show but they do show him like having a heart attack because he's being undone. I think that, I think that's a deleted scene. Not not him having heart troubles. Him disappearing is the deleted part. Him either way, though, when, but either either way, though, according to the rules that we've been told by Doc and and whatnot, and the whole premise with the with the disappearing photo, like that does contradict the rules they've sort of already okay, established. But but in Back to the Future, they sort of give you a grace period for for uh, history changing. So when Marty messes up and, and stops his parents from meeting, it's slowly wiping him away. So you have time. Before time changes, no, that's true. So it's, so, it's somewhat nebulous, but the whole idea is though that that future was undone. So a lot, a lot of the things that are happening around Doc and Marty in that time should should be affected theoretically, at least down yeah, the line. But they also but, do they also do show the time the the alternate timelines that they're in. No, no, it, I, I I think that it's more muddled than like explicitly. Uh, uh, I don't know. Contradictory compared to some other time travel stories, but it, I feel, do feel like Doctor uh, like Back to the Future Two muddles it a little bit. Yeah, like, a little like, bit. Like, it, but 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 I, I'm with you. But, like, like go go on though about time travel in general. Well, I you, you know supposedly time travel is going to be a big deal in, in Avengers, and you start to think about it that they can't really, in my mind, they can't really do anything other than somebody whisper in Thor's ear, hit him in the head. <laughs> that's all they can really do be, unless unless I don't know anything about the time stone gem or whatever and perhaps that can undo things uh, but still keep things going the same way because at a certain point if you do anything to change the past that radically then they will have never well they, they could have never gone in the past to save it does that make sense? Right. I, I, I get you, but it depends on what version of time travel you're going with. Because there's there's ones where you 
were you under your own timeline where there's time loops like there's there's ones where alternate timelines are created where they could do that and then they're they're not actually saving themselves you know they're they're saving another version of themselves so whoever who and in though in that case in that version of time travel then whoever does go back would just be stranded in a universe that isn't theirs uh you know and they could kill themselves or something but you know, they, either way, they, they're not meant to be there, and they're older than, they're, than they would be, and no one else is so there's around. Like a do, there's a, they're the doppelganger now. Yeah, there could be an extra Tony Stark or an extra. Oh, you know how depressing uh, that is. Yeah, yeah, I do. I've read a lot of time travel and, stories about it. It's it's a bummer. Well, not only is it, but that that's kind of a an odd and kind of unsatisfying way to end the ten year buildup. For in the in movie form to just have it be alternate Tony Stark or something like that, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, the our Tony would would, would uh, be that yeah. alternate Tony. Like, 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 I don't know. Like, in either way, if if, he, if Iron Man's retiring, <laughs> well, well, yeah. But I was gonna say the other thing is, Mark, I get what you're saying too about how this can kind of get confusing or whatnot. But just throwing it in there that while it would be really hard to pull this off properly if you're just doing it blindly and hoping for the best we do have i don't know what kind of role he's going to play with this but dr strange did have that sight of the way to do it if it's going to be done the one the one way it's successful well yeah so so there's some some level of guidance that they have to help out i would think i don't think they not really not really well well uh, well well, yeah (laughs) because it's like hey there's only one way and tony's like hey cool thanks (laughs) <laughs> and, then, and then later on, he's like, Dr. Strange said there was a way. Well, what did he say? Nothing. He just said there's a way. Oh, he didn't get to that part. Yeah. Um, oh, hi. True. Nice to meet you, Captain Marvel. <laughs> well, well, yeah, you know, that's true. That is true. I mean, that kid, that could even be the, the alternate timeline is that they bring her forward. But again, I mean, you've got to stop him from doing the snap. And if you stop him from doing the snap, that negates... At least in the time travel I'm familiar with, that negates everybody being able to go back in time to stop the snap. Does that make I, sense? I really, I really just want like Thor, or someone like to go back in time, and then as soon as Thanos starts to snap, he just slides his fingers between his palm and his finger. That would be okay. cool. Okay. Using characters I I know you're familiar with, Mark. Like just think of it as an idea that it's a they're, they're like a. Uh, not, not not cable because he he's launched too far in the future and he's from our time like rachel summers uh okay. you, you know like she's not from a, a future if it's possible anymore because of events that have happened because her her uh her gene never was replaced by madeline Pryor. cable was never born she didn't have a younger brother uh this is deep x-men stuff for you nerds out there who don't know it uh, don't worry <laughs> about it but but the point is it, 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 it this is a version where it's someone from an alternate future who goes back and changes stuff or is part of things that change their future from becoming possible and they don't disappear and they, they successfully change it they just made it to where it's I now get divergent it. timelines I get it but the thing is is that the thing is that here's where that's different is that right now currently it's current if it makes any sense whatsoever, is that we're not learning about future X-Men coming back to change the timeline. We're learning about our Avengers now going back to, to fix things. But if so, you look at some of the shots and trailers, it looks like Tony's older, so maybe there's a time jump. But that's jump and still it is our future current. Time. That's still yeah, our current told, Avengers. It, it, but it's just being told that way, because that was that was the idea, like the original Days of Future Past, uh, not the movie, but the, the comic it's based on, where it's Kitty Pride who goes back in time. Uh, 
you know, that was the idea was that it was the future of, of their world. And that then that person went back and fixed it from going wrong. Right. But again, you can't change anything that far. Like, let's say for example, they, they stop, uh, what's her name from, from breaking Mjolnir. Right. Yeah. Well, then he doesn't go and get Stormbreaker, and Stormbreaker doesn't do this, and it's not part of the quest, and and so that changes the, the outcome of the snap, or that changes how the snap happens. So it, so, this is a this is a, not a this is it's not a, a single timeline time travel theory. This is a divergent timeline theories that I'm talking about. They're two different versions but, uh, of the of the thinking. And I think that they're both valid and both like pretty frequently used in fiction, just in different ways. But I and I and I like the way. The one you're talking about, but like the one where it's rewriting a single reality. But even that, like that, I don't know. Like, like there's issues with that in Back to the Future, I think, as well, because things turned out differently. You know, still, like, like there's there there are differences, and it doesn't just it doesn't just we don't know that it just rewrites around everybody else and they're it's not like their outfits are just different it's like we look at marty's brothers brother and sister like they had different experiences like he, even, he, his, even his dad's different right oh they're totally different like, like I mean, but his brother like worked at pizza sure. hut and his yeah, and his dad worked under biff and this biff is his mincing uh, but side he's th the same though that's the thing though Mar i mean okay, marty's the same but, you, but, okay jared jared stop because right now you're gonna make me start poking holes in back to the future and that ain't happening <laughs> You're making me question it, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna angry. <laughs> right, I don't want to cause you like like serious issues. Uh, well, trust me, because basically, well, I love back to the future bottom line, so everything changes. Bad. Everybody's better, except Marty just has a nice truck. Everybody's got a better lot in life. His family is richer. Everybody's I love the idea that he vastly changes the destiny of his family, but that no one else was changed. Like that's that's a mathematical impossibility. Like oh, his yeah. his siblings took someone else's jobs. <laughs> like they literally they stole their <laughs> lives. Some other some other jerk in Hill Valley is working at the at Pizza Hut, and that was that was not the world he was yeah. meant to live in. This is, this is, <laughs> I look at I look at for, for me a lot of time travel that that I I like the most is uh, what is it Sound of Thunder by Ray Bradbury. Yeah. So uh, just to break it down real quick for anybody listening who, who is still with us at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Sound of Thunder is you get to go back in time and shoot dinosaurs on a hunting trip. But these are dinosaurs that are going to die at a specific time. And you have to stay on this elevated path, so to speak. And you have to follow the guides, you know, 100% so that everything follows the natural course. Yeah, but this is like I, a free jack as well has the same principle grabbing people at the moment of death it's right. similar yeah yeah i got you so, so this guy jumps off the path when the dinosaur or whatever blah 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 he goes back to the future and everything's different yeah because he, he like accidentally squished the wrong mosquito or right something. he squishes like a, a, a butterfly or something mm -hmm. and he turns it over and it's on the bottom of his foot and so then the book ends or the story ends with the with the guy shooting him in the head like you you know look what you did and so that's the kind of like the butterfly effect, so to speak, that one little change changes everything. And so there's obviously that point of view for time travel, but I don't know. I, I suppose we could loop this into a, into rebels and in time travel and plucking people out of a timeline. Which doesn't well, make that's, that's which also doesn't. awful. <laughs> and the fact that that's just a now a forced thing that's possible. 
but there's time caves. <laughs> yeah, that that one's a different way of doing it for sure. Yep. And, and I'm glad they're only using it for his favorite character. Although, you know, I say that now and who knows, it might be the central point of the Mandalorian. Oh God, I hope not. You might all of a sudden have like young Boba Fett pop out and be like, you're the Mandalorian, I'm the Mandalorian. And then it's like two Mandalorians. It's like the Spider-Man meme. It's the two of them pointing <laughs> each other. <laughs> Who's this guy? No, I mean, uh, Dave Filoni is involved. I, I, do we even know how much involved in the writing of the Mandalorian he is? Because it sounds like he's almost what you would consider the showrunner for it. Really? That's so yeah, weird. That's how, Especially like, with him running the animation side. That's super weird, right? Yeah, but he's kind of taking a back seat for Resistance, though. Yeah, but you got to oh, think yeah. he's also working on Clone Wars and developing anything else that's coming because he's supposed yeah, to be think, like their head dude. But also everything with Clone Wars is kind of set. Like he's got he's got stories oh, upon yeah. stories just ready to go. He has to check in every once in a while and go, how's the animation going? All right, cool. Yeah, that's, it's not that's like true. It's not like he's producing, you know, while he produces season three of the Clone Wars, he's also working on season four and five. He's working on the Clone Wars, however many episodes it is. And... You know, Mandalorian. And again, do we think this is it for Clone Wars? Are they going to release these episodes and then be done with it? Or I, Okay, so I feel like a large part of this depends on the launch it has. It's going to have a I, great launch. Well, I, 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 I could totally, yeah, I could totally see if it, if it does really well after the first couple episodes, they can be like, hey, we're going to ride this wave and let everybody know that there's another season coming after this. They can set up the end of what they have right now, add an episode or something to be a hook for a following season. I do sort of feel like if it dovetails into Revenge of the Sith, like I think it might, then I'm not as sure of that. Like, well, like, I, yeah. And it's possible they would. It's possible they'll just go even more anthology than they, than they used to do as a series and just go deep dive into just jumping around the timeline because they never released them in a chronological order before, like storyline-wise. Uh, no, they did. They did towards the end. The, uh, no, fair enough, but the, but in general, you know what I mean. Like, like so, I feel like yeah. they could go back to that pretty easily well, if they were enjoying it. Why not? You know, you're familiar with the with the Siege of Mandalore, yes or no? Uh, it, just in general, the idea of it, and it is happening in the new 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 episodes that we've been told, right? right? And, and you and you know, do you know when that takes place? It's supposed to be after everything, right? Well, it literally takes place. <laughs> I guess I could spoil it. I, I mean, I, I suppose I could spoil it. There are parts of the Siege of Mandalore that take place during Order 66. Okay. That makes sense. Like, I thought it was supposed to be right after uh, Ridge of a Sith or, or kind of concurrently. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's before and concurrent. So the thing is, is that, I mean, we could get, we could get a Clone Wars in title with Ahsoka, not too long, you know, escaping whatever happens. You know, they detail in the Ahsoka novel some of the stuff we're going to see in... Right, in, the uh, Siege of Mandalore episodes, you'd think? Yeah. Oh, yeah, and, uh, you know, who she's fighting at the time it goes down, and it's pretty like, okay, this is going to be good. This is going to be really good. But, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe they can go back and do some other stuff. I, I'd still like to see, you know, that, that Boba Fett arc or whatever that uh, there's some animatics for uh, on YouTube that doesn't necessarily have to be. Yeah. You can do that anytime, really, as long as it's released in that era. And, I, and that's the one I want to see. I really want to see that. Are, are you fully, talking about with the, the dent? 
The what? Yeah, I'm talking talking about the dent. I know. I want to see that too. Yeah. Like it it is. It is. Jared, you know what we're talking about? Uh, I mean, I can piece it together with context clues. (laughs) I'm shaking my head at the the, at the idea of the origin of his dent. No. (laughs) Hey, it's George Lucas who came up with it. Nevertheless, it is is Leone. (laughs) Fake fan. Absolutely, one hundred percent Sergio Leone. Okay. <laughs> and, and and imagine that, imagine that, you know, animated in Clone Wars, it would just be fantastic. Anybody out there, just go ahead and uh, I, what do you have to Google on YouTube? Um, Boba Fett, Cad Bane, is that what it is? Uh, well, let me let me try that and see what comes up. Because it's got, I think it even has the voice work done for it, doesn't it? Uh, it's been a while since I've seen it, but I think so. That's so good. I don't know how I missed it until like less than a yeah. year ago. There you go. If you just go to YouTube, look Boba Fett, Cad Bane. Uh, first video that comes up is going to be it. And I'm checking the voices. Yeah, voices are done. Uh, it's not hard to do. I hope somebody does it. I really will. Just do it for me, please. For me. <laughs> you guys aren't doing any more Boba Fett stories, so just give me that one. I guess just kind of back to the overall idea about them continuing Clone Wars, yes or no. Uh-huh. Another thing that's going to be very interesting, I think, about the Disney streaming service is that they aren't going to have to run by a traditional season time frame, you know, or, or like, you know, yearly or anything like that. So if they wanted to, they can come out with this again, kind of gauge the reaction. And then in two and a half years, be like, by the way, next season's coming. Or they can announce we're doing more and then not do it for, it, it doesn't have to be out in six months, you know? Oh, they can yeah. do- they could do oh, they could do what we've talked about forever. Just guess what? Clone Wars movie. Two hours, you know, hour and a half. You don't have yeah. to put you don't have to put episodes and make it a season. You could just throw out an arc real quick. Like for yeah. Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah, they could they could do Ahsoka yeah. between, you know, the Clone Wars and uh and her book. It's like uh, the Ahsoka, the movie. People would freak out about that. And they could do they could do Ahsoka after uh after she gets plucked out of the timeline with, with oh, rebels God. animation. Oh you know, man. I, also, I wonder, I, I could almost see them trying to introduce Enfys nests mother into uh, Clone Wars somewhere. Like I, I could kind of see them doing that. I'd be okay with that. Although, although it doesn't make sense as much to do it. I feel like, I, I mean, I guess it's possible to do it at the end of Clone Wars, but I don't know. It d- makes d- more d- sense. Depending on like, era. Well, well, I'm like with Ahsoka potentially, kind of having some sort of ties with that the beginnings you know you could you could make it work you know Dave well, I think, I think that, company I, think, I i would not be against it at all i loved infus nest and i want to see more of her and her mom eventually i think i think that would i need be a good uh, i need the i need the two tubes mom more that's what i'm into i need benthic two tubes and uh Idrio two tubes i need uh i need mama tubes Give me, give me a story about her. Want the legacy of Infus Nest, the identity? No, Tubes. Tubes. All right. And, and you, know, you know who the third brother? You know who the third brother is? Hmm. If you say four, four tubes, not four, not four tubes. Uh, <laughs> Bor Borgullet is their is their brother who they they give up for adoption. I'm just saying, dude. <laughs> it, it, like literally, like 
Boba Fett and Infus Nest are both rad looking. I feel like like this is somebody asking for more Boba Fett like 25 years ago, 30 years ago, and you would have been like the person in the conversation that is like sarcastically <laughs> suggesting the most random people. <laughs> Look, give you can have your Infus Nest. Give me what I want first. I've been waiting longer. You still have 20 years to get your character before people start hating your character. You know, let, let me at least get something really good, you know, visually rather than just tons of prints and, and you know, art illustrations. I, I need a good, you know, adult Boba Fett animated uh, series or something. And then you can do whatever you want. I don't care. So, so let me get an idea from you both to kind of wrap up with this Clone Wars idea that we we're having. What, what in this upcoming, not any future seasons that may or may not happen, but with this upcoming season, we generally, if, if you follow everything, you can kind of get the story of what's going to happen. But if there are any types of plot twists or, or just unexpected characters or something thrown in there, what would make you happiest to see? I do. Oh, you just said, actually, Tim, the Infus Nest's mom deal, I think would be cool. Okay. And Mark, you can't say the dent. You already did. Okay, well then I already said mine. I, I would like to <laughs> look. I like to see more bounty hunters, and it's kind of the same thing. But uh, you know, I'm not quite sure what's left to be told. What stories? Obviously, they're not going to do. They're not going to do. Uh, uh, what is that one? Uh, Dark Padawan. Is that what it is? Uh, it sounds right. The Asajj Ventress slash Quinlan Vos uh, story. Dark Disciple. May, Dark Disciple. Thank you. And uh, I it, wish, it was, they'd, it was I so wish they'd actually do that in like an animated movie. That'd be so cool. It would yeah, be if, awesome. If you do that, I'd, I'd, that'd be fantastic. I would love to see that because it, it was so good. It, wow. it, it was amazing. But do you think we're ever going to get any type of written Star Wars turned into visual media Star Wars? A direct adaptation? Yeah. I think it's possible. But, but I feel like that's something that's, that's maybe more likely because it was already written as a series of episodes of something like it's easy to adapt especially in the right. form but like i don't know i think it's i wouldn't write it out as never happening i don't think it's super i don't think it's ever going to be like super commonplace i don't think they're going to go ahead and do the whole marvel you know series of, ever, of any of them ever you know but maybe i don't think so personally I, I think we're more likely to get a modern version of shadows of the empire to where it's sort of a uh, uh you know i forget the term but but you have one version of the story uh, animated. You have one version for novels. You have a version for comics, you know, and then you have music of some kind. I, I think that's possible. And even then, they tweak it a little bit to, to where what you get in comics is not what you get in novels and, and the, the show. It's just be all of it together would Transmedia? This, yeah, I mean, all of it together might present this awesome sort of picture, but I don't think we'll ever get you know, a straight adaptation of a comic book or a, uh, or a novel. I, I would love to see, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't like how everything is so walled up though. I mean, I may not be the biggest fan of all the different characters and comics or books or everything, but they really do keep everything divided. And I think that's a bad idea. You know, you and I, Jared, have been talking forever about, uh, um, wanting to see, um, Oh boy! Now my name's gone. The name's gone. Um, Ray Sloan. Thank you. I don't know why. why suddenly I, I got brain fart. Well, we are not the only ones. Like 
I know like a lot of people in general love Ray Sloan, and especially uh, a lot of people I know who are like black women fans, like really want to see her in cartoons or on screen in oh, some I get form. It. I, I, I get it. And I agree with him. But why is there that wall? Why is she only re- regulated to, to books and comics a little bit, but can't make it over into animated or why is like, you know, I, I don't know enough about Dr. Afra. I just know that she's really popular with comic books, but why can't feel- she make, you know, why is everybody relegated to their little section of the, of the universe? Why can't they spread out? This is what sucks about losing Greg Weissman and having him go back to young justice after, after, uh, Filoni's, uh, insecure ego made him oust, uh, Weissman. Yeah. I said it. That's what happened. Uh, but as a result, like we lost him because he's the one who literally he's he was the connection between Rebels and the comics and the the novels because he's the one who gave all the backstory information um, for was it Miller? No, no, no. Who who wrote um, a New Dawn? Oh, I think it was, uh, was uh, John Jackson Miller or whatever. Oh, it was yeah. Miller. Okay. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, he's the one who gave Miller like all the all the information on the characters to inform it. Like he gave him like the rundown for who Hera and Kanan were and whatnot. So that's the the whole reason that he used Ray Sloan in uh the comic and whatnot is because he like discovered her through that book and uh, like he was cool about the crossover. He liked crossing things over, crossing the comics into the the novels and using the novels and the animation and like pulling all the stuff together i feel like had we had him stay on rebels then while rebels is going on it would have pulled from comics and it would have pulled from novels and that would have been really cool and and it maybe would have encouraged them to do that more on the live action side as well but instead like you said i think it's like really walled off and like they're just they are they're like separate it's weird because Lucasfilm does not have the division that Marvel has where the publishing and film and television are very separate operationally and have different people in, in charge and almost no crossover except at the very top. And it's not, that's not the case at all at Lucasfilm and yet they operate that way. So why? It doesn't make, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. They're, they're, they're failing. They're failing to use a built-in advantage they have with the way they set it up. And it's, they're not exploiting something that they could, that would make it a richer, I think is in terms of storytelling and help them because it's just, if they did that, then there's more characters that you could sell toys of and more versions of toys of if they're in a million different things and they're more likely to be popular. You know, if you put Afro in everything and everyone's, and and you put Ray Sloan in everything and people are going to, going to eat it up. Right, it, it, you know, and the other thing, while while you're talking about this, the what I'm thinking about is there is one novel I think that would actually translate it into. There is one thing that I think would translate well into animation, and it would fit the target audience, I think, and that would be Lost Stars. Lost Stars probably would work, and since animation tends to skew, I feel the same type of people as that uh, that appreciate young adult novels. It may be a good one to adapt. Oh yeah, you you get like a like a bunch of animators like just just steal people from Studio Ghibli. They have a relationship with Disney already, you know. <laughs> like, like just like get some like great like great two D animation people. Like that'd be that could be really cool. Oh, you'd want it sell animation. Oh, I think that'd be so neat to like have it be just like classic like anime style. That would be pretty good. Just looking like like Miyazaki, or like right out of like old school, like like BattleTech or something. Just like I don't know, could be could be pretty cool. Or Robotech. 
I don't, get my, I don't want to get my hopes up because I was assuming that uh, Resistance would be Robotech, and I don't know. I'm just hopeful that we may get more a- avenues with the streaming service. You know, like it's very interesting. So. Very I mean, interesting getting, the way that stuff's going out, going down. We're getting a Cassian TV show for God's sake, so anything is really possible. Huh? <laughs> what? I, I mean, like, like, no, I feel like that's that's pretty well warranted, and like a lot of people. No, are, not really. Well, uh, above any above anything else, you think a Cassian TV show? Is uh well, what other live action TV show would be plausible to have like the the, the actor main character come back to reprise a role that would really work for a series? Well, I don't see why you have to have uh the same actor come back to reprise itself for a main series. They're not doing it for for the Mandalorian. It's it's all new characters. Uh, well, well you... sure, but but if they wanted to do something like that, I mean, they do have the Mandalorian. So if they want to do something that is about returning people, well, sure, they could do. What that. They do. Yeah. Um, there's, it's not like there's been a ton of uh, stuff so far, but, yeah. but you could do you could do uh, you know you could do an X-wing uh, Rogue Squadron TV series. Snap Wexley probably... <laughs> gets no, his own series. No, no, you no. shut your mouth, <laughs> Tim. OT, OT, the Porkins Show. That's what you're talking yeah, about. Fine by me. Top Porkins. <laughs> I mean, really, you could do, you could do any of the you could do an anthology to where it's any of the bounty hunters. You could do the Moss Eisley Cantina type of thing. You could do you know Java's Palace type of stuff. You could go and do you know a, a, a crime uh, show like what was uh, it? Guillermo del Toro was pitching. Yeah, was the one video video game pitch the old one that almost happened? Thirteen, thirteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thirteen, thirteen. Yeah, well, like I feel like they probably think they have that covered with the Mandalorian, like that whole side of Star Wars. They can fit into that show. Sure. I what about all the other sides? There's all sorts of stuff, like the X-wing stuff or Jedi. Like you could have an well, right about old school Jedi during right. the, the golden age of uh, the, the deal. But there's a lot of ways to go. I don't think that, like, I don't think that Tim was suggesting that Cassian was the only obvious choice. Right. Yeah, of course, it was, it was an obvious choice. It was one that makes sense because people liked him, and because of this story being in the OT era, being in, you know, well, uh, being a spy and whatnot, it's open ended a little bit. And I'm assuming you're going to get K2SO in there. Oh, yeah. I, they have to. Alan Tudyk right. is in everything. He's the voice <laughs> of Mr. Nobody and uh, the new Doom Patrol show on the DC streaming site. Like, literally, I'm pretty sure, like, we, every week I read that Alan Tudyk is in a new sci-fi genre thing. <laughs> like, comic book, cartoon, or or and, sci-fi movie or TV show. Every week. He's, he's on Tick. He does a voice of Danger Boat on the Tick. He's literally, he's in everything. He's great. And you, you know what we're getting in two years from now, I guarantee you. K two a Star Wars story? No, we're getting we're getting a Finn show. You think? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm not convinced. I think that those I, I think those know. stories will be retold in movies. I think I think that it's going on. I, I think that that's what they meant when they said that their stories aren't over yet. I think they're gonna have more movies after. Oh no, I think they're gonna take I think they're gonna <sighs> the best thing to do is jump forward a little bit. But in the meantime, why not have you know Finn can do just about anything. Have him, you know, or look, uh, look at the people who have streaming shows though coming from for Marvel. Like they're not, they're 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 not anyone who is the main character. Like they're not Thor, right? They're, they're the secondary. He's not character. the main character though. He isn't. He isn't Last Jedi. Not really. He is. Yeah, he, he is. He's B. He's the B story. The A story. <sighs> the A story is Ray. Ray is the A character. Right, okay, but in Force, Force Awakens, it is both equal, of them equal footing. No, right, and, and no. we'll see. We'll see what happens with Episode Nine. 
No, nothing. Nothing wrong. Look, nothing wrong with the with the B story being. You know, Han is not in in a New Hope. Han is not the A character. The A character. Yeah, but I don't think they're. I don't think they're comparable. That they're comparable because I don't think that you can say that the Thor films or Captain America are the same level because they're because while Ray while Luke are main characters, absolutely, they're they're also the main characters in an ensemble story. Like we're not talking about. Oh, I don't know. One, I, 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 don't, I, I don't think you can compare him to Falcon or Winter Soldier. I don't think you can compare him to uh, e- even Loki, or, you know, or Scarlet Witch. I think that he is more well, okay. central. I think that it's the same reason we're not going to ever have. Well, <laughs> not not really. The real reason we're never going to have a Han so- young Han Solo streaming series is because of that show movie not being as successful as it could have been. I think because because the, like we talked about the way they write their contracts now, they could have roped anyone in but i just i i i feel like we're more likely to see finn and ray's adventures continue on screen past nine uh on the big screen i i I could easily be wrong i just don't look on our eighth anniversary of podcast 287 you have to play back this this episode (laughs) but all all i'm saying is in, in in the captain america films captain america is a bucky winter soldier is b so in this new trilogy ray is a finn is b so if they're gonna make a if they're gonna make a Bucky series, a Finn series isn't anything you know. It doesn't affect the emotionally. Story. You're right, but pragmatically, like I just watched Winter Soldier this weekend, and but the like the actual amount of dialogue from Bucky, the actual amount of time with him being an active character on screen is is minute compared to many other characters and like he's he has less dialogue and he has less character development and actual interaction with anyone than nick fury it's just that he drives the story and and he's important he's the subtitle of the movie he's super important he drives the story (laughs) but he's also not as i think he you could argue that he's a less significant character than nick fury or falcon uh easily or in in the or Black Widow in the in the actual way the film worked, and I just I really I I love him, man. But I, and I I think he's great, and I think it is close. I don't think it's quite the fair comparison. I feel like I don't know. I I just don't think it's super likely. I I could easily be wrong. I'm not so uh, pompous to think that I'm going to be right, but I I like without a doubt. But I. I don't know. I don't see it. I don't see a Finn streaming series happening. What about a like, Vader streaming series? That uh, one's a little, a little, a little bit more possible. I don't. I don't. It's just too well, profitable. Well, because, it's like that's someone, not the reason why I think it's possible. Well, it's too profitable. Well, that, but also like it might have been on this show. I think someone was mentioning recently. It might have been last week about uh, they said at Lucasfilm that they are looking at the technology to make pretty pretty much anybody sound like Vader. Accurately, I, I, I mentioned that. that I've I've really yeah. read or heard them mention that before. But that's so, been like something they do. I mean, you know, I I don't know if it's at the point now where they're going to have an entire series based off of that technology alone. I have no idea, but I think it's a little yeah, bit more I feel possible. Like maybe that won't happen until James Earl Jones dies. That we'll get a Vader series. And the yeah, well, well, but about the, I think before, and I don't want to say anything bad, but before. It can't be possible anymore. We're getting James Earl Jones and Ian McDermott reunited. Huh? I feel it. Emperor, Emperor, and uh, Emperor and Invader. They got to be coming back at some point. I don't, I'm not convinced. Uh, in like an ongoing, in an ongoing capacity, Brad, but yeah. I could see. 
I could see a mini series. I could see that actually. Well, and what I was going to say too about the Finn thing, by the, by the way, is like I, I also like, I don't see a full series going to that. I can absolutely buy into him showing up as an aside part of what's going on in certain other series and you guys, okay, arcs look, or something. You guys, you guys, listen. I'm not thinking any long term series. I don't think Cassian should last that long, to be honest. I mean, he clearly has a shelf life. Uh, you know, he did. Hey, he hey, hey he's time. been in that fight since he was six years old. Mark. <laughs> Look, Mand- Mandalorian has a shelf life. I mean, Mandalorian has has infinite possibilities because there is we don't know where it can go. Uh, the ending of of Cassian's story, obviously, you know, you, you can't go too far with it. True, but but with with the de aging technology they have now. He could, uh, he, they, oh, could, like, they could, they could start when he's six. Yeah, I'm just saying we got six through the end there. I, I'm a rebel. Uh, oh yeah. my god, I would, I would, yes, Star Wars babies, I'm in for it uh, <laughs> all day. Yeah, well, I'm a stormtrooper. Oh, uh, th- th- this is, I mean, very, very much off topic, except for it involves Boba Fett, sort of, and uh, <laughs> but, but I'm inspired by what I just said about the de-aging technology is uh, Mark, I know you've said uh, good things and we, I said nice things. I think before we had a chance to record last week about Aquaman, uh, it was good. I enjoyed it. It was like star Wars in space. My one criticism of Aquaman, I think it almost took me out of it a little bit. I feel like they were, their de-aging tech tech is not up to Marvel's snuff. No, <laughs> like, I'll, t- I I'll tell you what it is. What it is is the de-aging technology cannot get around. Um, Tamira Morrison's new teeth, or Nicole Kidman's plastic surgery. <laughs> yeah, either, either one. Either like one. Is both like, of them are too ah. fake. You guys yeah. are too fake. Like you got to be real. You got to start with something real, guys. <laughs> yeah, because you, you have no, you have no old Tamira Morrison with new teeth. Oh, well, so funny. they're like, ah, what to do? And you don't have old Nicole Kidman that really meshes with new Nicole Kidman. So. That's yeah. funny, but but no. That's and, like that's and, like doing de aging technology for for current for, for current. Uh, oh God, uh, why is the name gone out of my head? The wrestler, uh, Whiplash, um, Expendables, uh, Mickey Rourke. Imagine doing a, uh, yeah. a Mickey Rourke now and de aging and be like, who's this character supposed to be? Oh yeah, that's uh, <laughs> so, it, it would just like be a potato. <laughs> 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 no offense to Mickey Roar. Uh, yeah, one of our dedicated listeners. Yeah, I know he's listening. <laughs> I love Mickey Rourke. Please don't come hurt me. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't need to be like squashed like a grape. <laughs> he's good, but stop. I mean, at a, at a certain point, at a certain point, and it seems like this happens more with men than women, in that when men get plastic surgery, they eventually grow into their their new face, and to where it's like, okay. Like William Shatner looked horrible for a while, and now he looks like okay, it's William Shatner again. Same thing with Don Johnson. When Don Johnson had plastic mm-hmm. surgery, he was like, uh, and now he become, and then he becomes okay. You're fine. Uh, what's his name? I can't forget. I, I can't believe I forgot his name again. Mickey looked crazy. Then he got <laughs> better around the time of uh, Iron Man, and now he's back to just what? Why? Stop! Stop! Oh, and because. Surgery. And the, the combination of his fake, or not, not, I don't think it is fake, but just like uh, unhealthy tanning <laughs> and how like cut he is and his age <laughs> and the repeated plastic surgeries, 
it just it looks like he's in a it looks like it hurts to be him like it, <laughs> it looks it like it's to breathe it does always, it like it's he's always, oh, just, yeah it hurts. yeah like, like like smiling or like creasing his like elbow when moving his arm like like it, it like it looks like he's made of like 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 really like worn in leather <laughs> like it does not look he looks like he has a painful existence and like us mentioning plastic surgery and whatnot and people overdoing it and not overdoing it uh like when it's done well like people can look great <laughs> people can look fine it's just like you said sometimes people definitely overdo it like to the extreme and i think it is when it's repeated like that that it's uh i don't know So, uh, sorry, Tim. Oh no, 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 no I love my wife. In case you leave this in. <laughs> uh, all right. I mean, but oh, oh, and uh, the the de aging or uh, not de aging, but the re aging or super aging of uh, Peggy Carter in Winter Soldier is what kind of made me think about all this stuff. But I did rewatch it this weekend, and like, I don't know the way she looks is not as good as the way they can do stuff now. Like, I feel well, they like they, yeah. they, they get better and better and better every time. But, but, like, Ant-Man looked way better, and then Iron Man and Avengers, uh, well, not Avengers, of, Captain America uh, Civil War looked even better. And Think and of Tron Legacy, Russell. even. The oh, yeah. He's so, so waxy. And, like, young version of him, it works, because he's supposed to be of the computer, and I think it works fine. But... I don't know, like in the flashback sequence when he's not in the computer, when it's supposed to be him with the kid, just young Flynn, it's like it does not work because, yeah, because he's he's like <laughs> clearly not Jeff Bridges uh, as a young man. I I've seen, I've seen wait, I've seen way too many movies with Jeff Bridges as a young man where he's not a scary wax robot man. <laughs> you, you know, it just occurred to me we got to like we got stuff to actually talk about. Uh, still, Star Wars like we have like the okay, main point right. of the episode. Let's yeah, dig into it. it let, me, let me bust out Resistance real quick, and I'll make it fast. All right. So Resistance was a pretty good episode this week. The the first I don't know. Let's let's say the first ninety percent of the show was was uh, was Kaz dressing up like a a. Uh, first order stormtrooper to kind of get some information that he needed, uh, which is all fun. There's nothing wrong with it. I actually enjoyed it. I thought it had some good moments. But the most important, you, you, you didn't say like uh, has like a bosom bosom buddies esque. No, he's, no, he's high he's high stepping as a stormtrooper too, which is he almost did the exit stage left scene in uh, in one point like the oh, you know, he kind of goes to one side and goes the other way, but. Uh, <laughs> The most important thing about this episode was that it finally like laid everything bare to where this is what the show's about or this is what the point has been. Ooh. So, yes. So the whole time you've been wondering why this, you know, this floating water, you know, I almost said a bad word. Why this floating <laughs> freaking water, you know, what's so important that he has to go there? You know, they, they talk about from episode one that Something about the first order wants it. Why do they want it? Go and find out. And so you find out what the deal is. Well, he gets enough information to piece together that, first of all, they find out him and, uh, oh, man, I forget the other guy's name on the show. The guy who's been there forever. He, uh, uh, they're shocked at it. They get a, they get a map 
so to speak, or a star chart that has all these dots all over it. And they're like, what is that? And so they're shocked when they realize that it's probably the amount of first order ships that are out there. And they hadn't realized that the first order had that many ships. So first of all, you kind of realize that, okay, the first order has kind of been playing quiet, you know, building up their, ar- their army. And most people don't know that. Second, the reason why the first order wants this base so much is that it's going to be a good supply line as far as, you know, fuel to fuel all their ships for a possible invasion. So that's how the episode ends, is that now you know what, what's so important about this base, and now you know the First Order is starting to come together. I mean, obviously, we know when Force Awakens starts that the First Order is hell-bent on attacking uh, the New Republic. But at this point in the story, they don't know that. So right, we're, st- we're still operating in like post-Bloodline, where... Uh, Leia is like telling, warning everyone, but people don't realize what's going on yet. Right, and and the more you start to break it down, the more it sort of all breaks down. Is like, so what is this? Just a private army out there floating around in space? You know, or or not even a private army, a private uh, a a private totalitarian totalitarian dictatorship that we want to just take over, but we haven't yet. Yeah, it's like just like some crazy group of like extremists, like yeah, like, it's like, like like it's it's some like radical militia that just keeps growing <laughs> and growing, and growing. And everyone's like, ah, I'm not that worried about it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what, what what's your point now? Don't worry about it. We look we look like the last regime. We have ships like the last regime. But we're just out here floating around. Don't even, don't even trouble yourself. Well, one of the people in charge is literally trying to be the last person in, re- in charge of the last regime. Right. But it's fine. But whatever. Yeah, you're dressed up in Darth Vader fan, uh, you know, fan cosplay. You're, you're Darth you, Vader you've fan got fiction. His, you got his burned helmet just sitting there to stare at all day. Yeah, I gotta wonder like, if anyone has ever walked in on kylo and it's like but just basically exactly like in the at the snl sketch just like at in the cafeteria just like dude i swear he talks to that i don't want to scare you guys but this guy's not he does not know what's going on i don't understand why do we have to listen to him, to him again like what is his rank like what is going on <laughs> so you know, the the odd thing about resistance is i you know I, i've already questioned the the bill of goods that we've been sold on this show like the type of show that we were advertised is not the type of show that we got and i think as we move further along i don't even see how this show can remain even closely uh what it is next season i i don't honestly see them even having this base be the you know the the focal point of operations moving forward right we you know, so i yeah, I don't know what the show will be. I think the sh- I think the reason they call it Star Wars Resistance is because this just sets it up, and then maybe next time it really is the Resistance with a focus on Kaz. You know, maybe it's Kaz now in the actual Resistance, but all those characters that we've kind of, kind of you know, maybe the whole reason why we haven't really got to know all these characters is because they're not going to be around. Well, yeah. 
Because like the the part that I was psyched about with this show was at the beginning where they have <laughs> Poe and Leia and, and Kaz and all this, and they're really kind of going for that resistance vibe and that uh, t- getting a look at what it was like before the First Order really entered the scene. And, and I really enjoyed that. And I was looking forward to seeing how they uh, operated like on a daily basis. And, and I mean, obviously the first order is there too, but I'm just saying like they, it's not at the level it is in the force awakens, which is why the movie, the force awakens exists. So I was looking forward to seeing that. And so if they kind of start to explore that more, that'd be great. And that one episode, I forget which one it was where the uh, Poe and Kaz were on the first order base and trying to find, uh, I was at star killer base plans at the air. something like that. Yeah, that was, I really enjoyed that. That was great. Cause that was again, another look at more mission based, for the resistance, you know, n- not so much this one location with the not even racing like we had thought, you know. So, so if they get back into that side of things being the primary point of the show, like that'd be awesome. I'd be all over that. Well, I think we're going to get more and more of that because, you know, as we saw from the mid-season trailer, um, we're going to get to the point to where uh, Hux has his speech. You know, and we know right, that right. seconds seconds after that speech, Hux destroys, um, you know, uh, Hosnian Prime. And we know that during that speech, BB-8 is not on the Colossus or whatever it is. He's not with Kaz. He's, you know, with Ray someplace else in the galaxy. So there's only so many episodes left. I think there might only be maybe six episodes left at the most. So, well, yeah. so I, I think, you know, things are going to have to start really moving forward. And I don't know where we're going to, I don't know where we're going to be because again, Kaz's father is on Hosnian Prime as far as I remember. And so that may be the catalyst to where the show suddenly starts to take a little bit darker of a turn to where his father is killed. Yeah. And I, and I think... I think for the show, it makes it makes it you know it's good for the show. I don't want to say anybody dying is great, but it's good for the show. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, you know, it's definitely gotten better as it goes along. It's just I think my biggest gripe with it is that it's not what I was promised. But again, you know, I have that problem to where I see trailers and I can't wait for it to to be in the movie or whatever, and then it's like, no, that was just for the marketing. So, you know, let's go ahead and try to fit it because I'm, I'm looking and we are surprisingly like not that far from where we would normally end and we have still haven't even gotten to our main point. So let's get to it. Let's, let's just get to it. The, like the number one thing recently for Star Wars to happen, it comes from and stick with me, comes from Reddit. <laughs> um, but basically we have uh, this this leak that has come out. It, it is. It's being described as concept art slash reference photos, but like Mark said earlier, it's pretty much just reference photos. Um, but we get a, our, our first look at some of the characters in the movie, as well as some aliens and whatnot. Uh, the characters we get a look at include uh, Ray and Poe. The guy uh, Dominic Monaghan is is playing, or uh, Grant, his character, and uh, Kylo. Of course, Lando is there as well, and and. and few different other new things along the way. I, I guess, Jared, you have not seen them. Is that correct? I think I might have, but I okay. don't know. All right. I don't know. So 
I guess we'll start with Mark. When you first see this, it's it's a kind of collage, a bunch of different photos together in right. one image for us. So it was a lot to take in. But when you first saw it, when you were finished looking at it, what was your impression? My, my first impression was, oh, old Lando dresses like young Lando. Yeah, that's <laughs> what made me like skeptical, as it looked like it would like, are they really just going to put him in the same outfit? <laughs> like, like that feels weird to me. Right, it's like you didn't need to tie it all together that much. I get that that's young Lando and that's not, and that's old Lando. You didn't have to make him wear the same uh, puke yellow uh, uh, shirt. Yeah, was that just in the concept art thing, right? That wasn't. No, I don't think that one was concept art. I think that was an actual promotional still. Oh, really? Yeah, I know there was a concept art somewhere in there, but I think that actual picture of, uh, of him was more promotional. I could be wrong, though. Maybe it oh, was man. concept because Billy D had hair. <laughs> I, I think I'm pretty sure I saw a thing that was po- concept art with, with him in the yellow uh, shirt, black collar, black cape thing. And I could also see it where him in, in that uh, costume can be for promotional purposes and either have an extremely minor or no role in the movie itself. You know, kind of like, and, and this was a little bit different, but when Luke had that image leak before The Force Awakens of him in the Jedi robes, again, obviously he was in the movie in that uh, costume, but the pictures that we got from that were largely for promotional purposes. So I could kind of see it where, the, even though it's being presented as how he's going to maybe look in the movie, it could be extremely minor the rest of the time we see him look in completely different and new costumes. But maybe he's just in it for one scene when they first come across him, or and, and it's largely what they put on the promotion to help tie with Solo, as far as when you're in the aisles of Walmart and Target or something. But I don't know. But even still, it was just beyond that. The overall, there, there are a bunch of different pictures there. So you, you got like the new droid for BB-8, like you mentioned early on. Again, you got the Poe and Kylo's mask, which you already knew about if you keep up with making Star Wars .net and a, and a bunch of other stuff. So. I guess just some other thoughts that you got from it. Other thoughts. Let me think. <laughs> you think up the thoughts and then you give it to us. Well, no, I mean, you've got, I'm more interested in whatever character is. So, so you see, uh, uh, you see Mr. Hobbit or whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I'm like, okay, that's cool. And then you see Billy D. Williams and you see uh, 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 Richard Grant. And you're like, all right. And you see these, you know, Oh, look, and the quality on these is pretty bad. So, so yeah. at the same time, it's like, oh, so, so I think I'm looking at Kylo's helmet put back together. I don't know. I think it's it. And that's a little bit of red, supposedly. Like he, he super glued it with some red paste. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it looks pretty cool. And again, it's that's something that Jason had reported on. The no, it looks, back. it looks fine. But the thing is, is that again, this stuff is already like you want to you want to be able to expand it to look closely, but the the resolution is already pretty much maxed out from what you can look at anyways. So right. we're expanding it just makes it all blurry anyways. Yeah, yeah. No, I I've worked in in a art production where I got stuff yeah. from people who who only worked in digital comics before. So you get stuff like from some of those people who don't know, you know, that you have to have a much higher. Uh, quality image you know for pr- printing <laughs> so no, I, i'm familiar with what stuff like that looks like in general it's interesting yes. i do think i'm almost positive i saw a thing of concept art that has some crossover with with these pieces but it's not all of them because i don't remember the droid well but that's, I, that's interesting 
And then the other thing is, is like, I appreciate the leak. Don't get me wrong. But whoever did this is like, mm, I'm going to put everything at an angle and I'm going to make it in low resolution and uh, I'm going to number it and put it weird to where you have to look down at the numbers and then scroll up at the, you know, sc- scroll down to see who it is. And scroll it's a well-intentioned up. mook is what you're saying. <laughs> What's a mook? What? What's a mook? Like uh, doofus. Oh, I, no, I think it was just like, I don't want, I think it was them trying to throw off the tracks of, of where it might have came from. Okay. So they're trying to masquerade it as, you know, it didn't come really nice. So it's, here's everything tilted and here's everything lower resolution. And here's everything, you know, trying to mess it up to where the person that leaked it to them can't get in trouble. And I respect that. But at the same time, it's like, I can't see crap. <laughs> All I can see is that this is enough to make me go, okay, cool. You know, and yeah. this to me is better than a is better than a t- uh, episode title because yeah. the episode title you're gonna get it, and you know everybody on the internet is gonna get that title, and then not even five minutes later is gonna be wanting to know when we're gonna when we're gonna get a trailer. Oh yeah, oh yeah, not not even thirty seconds. Right. Like, so great. This is, awesome title. Where's the trailer? <laughs> right. So this is one of those things where it's like, cool, you know, I get to see these things and where does this person fit in? And it's a new alien and it gives you something to think about. And at the same time, it makes me think, okay, you know, this looks far more. I don't even know why I get this impression, but maybe just because it's JJ Abrams, but this looks far more fun than Last Jedi turned out to be. Last Jedi was very, yeah. like, you know, serious, serious business. This looks more fun. I mean, I prefer Force Awakens over Last Jedi just because I think the relationship between Finn and Rey is so strong in the Force Awakens. As I far think that as that would be why I would agree with you for sure. Although I do like some of the fun. I, I don't know. Like everybody complains about the casino deal being a distraction and whatnot, but I, I'll, I'll take BB-8 firing coins at people. Like that's I the only thing I like it. about that guy. It's the only I thing I like about that guy. It. But but the 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 thing J.J. Abrams is very good at is hiring actors and and, and people sure. that you know that that are likable. So so I think in this situation, to where you've got two people like you know uh, Daisy Ridley and John Boyega, they they play off each other very well, and and they're the most entertaining part of the Force Awakens. Everything else is secondary. If they didn't mesh well together, the story would flat would fall flat on its face. And so in some ways, it's it. It hurts to see that disappear for pretty much all of The Last Jedi. You have with the very first Star Wars film, you have the, the, the trinity of you know Han, Luke, and Leia. And while it takes them some time to get together, when they do have time and they are together, they are magic on screen. Right. And you still get to see them in the start of Empire Strikes Back before everything goes to hell so you still get that same sort of magic of it's han it's luke it's leia they're all doing their thing and and then it all goes bad well for so uh last jedi starts out uh, you know finn's recuperating and ray is you know off doing her thing poe hasn't quite yet become part of the group you don't have that magic You, you know you're not already invested in this this group of people the only group that you're invested in is is finn and ray and i think they hug at the end of uh last jedi right so i think i think that's where it's kind of hard in this you know and, and and i hope 
I hope, hope, hope that in episode nine, I get to see that, that those two again. And I hope Poe becomes part of that group or Poe through his relationship with, with Finn, you know, how they have sort of their, their banter that now there's a, there's a group of three and Chewie's in there and R2 and 3PO and BB-8 and Rose and everybody, but we'll see. No, you know, I don't... absolutely agree with you about that. And, and part of the thing about the heroes coming together, like you mentioned with the originals being on screen together was kind of magic. When part of what was so special about the first Avengers coming out when it came out was that you finally had all of these literal heroes working together on the same screen. And it was a big epic kind of cheer moment for the audience. And I really wanted to get that same thing going for episode nine, where you get, all of your your Star Wars heroes together, uh, I just, the current generation, and you get to no, cheer I, for them doing stuff together. I think that's a really cool point, Tim, and 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 building off what, what you just said, Mark. I, I think like in a way, I can totally see how how uh, Last Jedi would would have been less satisfying as a result. But I I think it'd be cool uh, for them to 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 like think of it as a, a three part story where it did it, this this time it did take. The whole trilogy to kind of culminate in all of them being together on on screen for that moment for 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 and for it being almost like Avengers like like you're saying with everybody who's there and you know yeah. including uh you know uh, Rose and and maybe Lando who knows uh, and and uh, and who knows who else will will meet in this one you know along the way like I don't know we're gonna and have so- Luke and Leia we know that much. Well, I mean, we in various capacities, be, we don't know that they're all going to be one giant scene. Well, yeah, yeah, but like I said, <laughs> in various I, capacities, we know that they'll be there. Their presence is going to be in the movie. You can still work with it. But I think I, I don't know. I, I think a big like a almost like Avengers moment. It would be kind of cool to to, to happen to kind of culminate in 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 this film. And uh, I don't know, especially just, after the way the Last Jedi went again. Just because I, I know the crap I would get, I like the movie, but you need to cheer for episode nine. And the best way to do that is to get your heroes together, get them working on the same mission, and in the end, let them win. You know, that's what we need at this point. Now, whether or not Kylo's one of those heroes, that's a whole other discussion a lot of people want to have. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> but I have no I know. having it at this point. Because <laughs> at that point, then then who's really going to be the bad guy of the of the series? Honestly. Yeah. For sure, for, for whatever for this sure? beyond whatever this beyond character, this characters from beyond, or I don't know. I, look, I, I forget who I was talking about it with. It was probably L.A. King. Oh Street, yeah, I remember. I talk about this quite a bit. Is that with, the situation with this? Is that honestly, uh, Force Awakens and Last Jedi are almost one and one point five. You know, one and a half. As far as you know, this yeah should probably. It's not going to happen, but this probably should have been a two. And then you'd have episode three wrapping up, wrapping it up, because if the rumors are to be, to be believed, we've got something from beyond wherever Snoke came from is the villain in this, in this film. And the rumor is that Kylo wants to team up with, you know, the resistance oh. in order to fight whatever came back with the Knights of Ren. I guess the Knights of Ren were gone and they came back yeah. and they've kind of teamed up with this from beyond whatever the muckety-muck and that Kylo Ren's teaming up with them to take them on. And it's like, okay, I don't, I don't know. It doesn't feel like a, like a conclusion. No, that you doesn't know. feel satisfying to me at all. No, like, at it, all. 
it feels like, okay, now you're starting a whole new storyline that probably would be better, you know, resolved well, in another okay. episode. I, I can kind of uh, potentially get, get some more info on this. So basically, a couple months ago on Reddit, there was a guy who uh, said that he got some information from like a Disney conference kind of thing and you know t people took it whatever a couple months ago but now that we have the uh the reference photos that just came out recently some of the things that he said it was very generic but some of the stuff that he said back two months ago was verified by those photos so you can take it a little bit more seriously a little bit more and a couple of the things that he said in there were like first off he said episode nine takes place about a year after the last jedi uh, another thing that he mentioned was that the end of episode nine involves a final big epic battle between Rey and Kylo. So even if they team up together to take on this bad guy in like toward the end, it's possible as soon as they're done fighting together, they have a disagreement about what to do next and then fight each other. I mean, that would be a little weird. No, but that I think that would be awesome and maybe oh, really? kind of perfect. Oh, don't I, you can you couldn't see that? Like if it, it, I, I, I just don't want it to be rushed. You know, I, I personally would love it if that if there was something like that and if she was skeptical of him the whole time and he just like absolutely still is just like it doesn't make you a good guy because you want help and survive because you need someone else for survival. You know what I mean? Like, like it doesn't make them him a good person. So there's no right. reason that should that should redeem him. It, like, right, right, right. Yeah, the I, only, I, only hesitation I, I have is that if they try like to make this the big bad guy and then they beat him and then all of a sudden boom, oh, you now have a big epic fight with him and the end of this trilogy. Like that would seem a little rushed to me. But if if they kind of seed it through the entire episode that there's going to be a fight between them, then that could be really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if it didn't feel if it didn't feel like it, it, it could, you could have like I don't know. It, it, it could be something that's exciting and thrilling without being like a shocking surprise. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, and, yeah. And it could like, I don't know if there's something that's like very much like samurai movie inspired to me about the idea of like teaming up with your foe to fight some, someone else and like pausing your battle and then finding right. the, <laughs> the outside force and then being like, all right, unpause. <laughs> like, like, presume. Exactly. Yeah, so and just um, I think another thing that he had mentioned was relating to the Mandalorian, actually, uh, just to throw it all in there so we can uh, get all the information in. Um, he mentioned that uh, there's some sort of clip about John Favreau saying he was excited about the series because they got to dive in a little bit with some EU stuff and bring some of that into the series. And he also said that the story is basically about uh, this Mandalorian. I don't know if it was like a contract or what, but being sent to. I guess f take out a contract on somebody, but it was a kid of some sort and he did not want to actually do it. So he ended up taking the kid under his wing and it's the two of them and their story. It, that's how I interpreted what he said about it. So interesting. Yeah. Lone, lone wolf and the cub style also sounds a little samurai movie inspired. Yeah. And, and like Mark said, you know, that has a lot more longevity and a lot more, possibility with it as far as how the story could progress and who they come across and so on well because we don't it's, know anything about where this goes right so it could, yeah it's completely open-ended it would seem uh very very interesting stuff um yeah that's all exciting oh uh, and let me just let me just throw in because i almost forgot he said something about galaxy's edge too we know there's going to be a falcon ride there they've mentioned that multiple times but one thing that he said about it that was neat was that 
uh, and then this is again supposedly from the Disney stuff uh, that it is going to be like a, I think he said like a six person at a time ride so to speak where they basically each person mans stations of the Falcon to go through missions like there's a pilot there's someone at the turrets and so on and so crazy have, I wouldn't that be amazing I am all over that that would be fantastic <laughs> to, to get to like go through a mission on the Falcon like you know that would be it's pretty, it's pretty cool that would be the best like like they would be doing what Disney's supposedly th- what they try to do best and making dreams come true with that. Well, you just sound like an ad for Disney, you shill. Yeah, they, they I got, know. They got rid of the, <laughs> the, uh, the, 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 the I can't ever have my dream come true because before I was uh, like even I, I think when I was maybe when I was still a kid or when I was a teenager either way, I was I was too old for it to happen and, and I'd missed my chance. They got rid of the uh, Sword in the Stone set up over by the old carousel at Disneyland. I always wanted to win that thing and to get to pull oh, the sword loose. Oh man, I saw a couple kids do it at different times, and it was like when I was really little, and it was the coolest crap in the world. I was like, how do you get to be that kid? And I knew, like, there was nothing about it. Like, at a time when I believed that Chewbacca was probably real, I, I still like was like, oh yeah, I know. But just some kid is like picked by the audience. Like, how do you get to be that kid? <laughs> like, <laughs> how, how do you, like, how, how do you luck out? Do you have to know somebody? <laughs> and literally at that point, it was like one of the coolest things in the world. I believe I've mentioned some of the things like the Pepsi go-kart I had. I had all sorts of cool crap because my cousin Trent <laughs> had a job as an ad, as an ad guy. He was very Don Draper type in the eighties, <laughs> but he got us into Disneyland for free when I was a kid, like every other year, my family would go and like, I'm literally I'm in there for free because I know a guy and I'm I'm such a spoiled little kid. I'm like, what do I gotta know to get the freaking Excalibur out of this thing? <laughs> like, all I want is the sword and the star. <laughs> so so uh, Tim, can yeah. I ask you a question? I guess. I, is this enough stars for you this episode? Is this enough what? Star, Wars. Star Wars for me? You know, it, it actually was. Like, I feel like this is one I, I should try to promote a little bit harder because it's it's good. <laughs> it's like 50% Star Wars. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa, whoa. <laughs> so you don't promote it because we talk about other things besides Star Wars? No, there, no. There I is, prom- hey, there is I, complimentary. I promote complimentary each episode podcast. equally. Hold on. Let me give them a shout out so we can uh, tell them we give them a shout out so they can go ahead and give us a shout out. There's complimentary <laughs> the po- podcast on- politics. Uh, on the um, yes, on the Making Star Wars <laughs> Network, most likely, you know, I'm referring to the Sith list. They like to talk about other things besides Star Wars, even though they have Sith in the title. We've been doing it longer than them. <laughs> we talk about other things. We we've had uh, uh, digressions before there was digressions. Yeah, so, but but so it yeah. seems like more people listen to their digressions than listen to our digressions. That's, That's true. true. That's true. So, None of no. us are going to dispute that. We're not. We're not arguing with facts, Tim. Come on, you're but, okay. But, you know what? I it. promote. Let's start, let's start a podcast war. No, no, I don't want to lose. No. Yeah, F F the Sith list. It's on. Mark, you are a solo crusader. I do not. Oh no, man, just, once I don't want to lose. Like, we'll do once like, I convinced everyone to play a game of war. Just speaking of like, like Tim saying, like like when a war. Yeah, play a war you can't win, or going to a war you can't win. Just Let's do it like of... Anchorman, to where everybody at the end of the day still loves each other, but for a moment, all the different uh, you know anchors fight. I'll bring <laughs> a, a trident. No, uh, yeah. but I, I once I once played a game of Risk in college that lasted a really long time, where I 
pretty much convinced everyone to just leave me alone. I amassed so many people that all I had was Madagascar, but in the end, I won because <laughs> everyone, else, everyone else killed each other off. So that's, that, that's, that's what I'm suggesting is, no, Mark, what we don't do is we don't participate in any podcast war. Is yeah, what make we, sure. we start, we incite a bunch of podcast wars. Well, so can, I sure can, start hoping, can I just start saying stuff? Hoping that people, uh, uh, you know, tweet it out there and then start something. If you want to go for it, uh, sure. uh, knowing that it, it's you and not the podcast as a whole, which won't work, but I'm going to say it anyway. Then go should for I, it. Should I say F Johnny or F Haas? Oh like, no, no! You would. Hey, they're, like they're I off said, limits. I think that you should friend. incite stuff more than uh we should uh start something that that we would have to participate in i think you should get other podcasts to fight each other you should be like oh well, instead of being like rogue one i'm not saying like I'm johnny saying blue harvest F yeah, rogue one yeah, I, well for when i think like like instead johnny of saying Huss, F, F rogue one say say i hear syphilis says F rogue one <laughs> <laughs> oh got it okay so what i heard from yeah, my yeah. sources was that Sithless said, Rogue One is not for winners. It's for effing losers. Yeah, that's what we hear through the grapevine, I guess. And the grapevine is, is hardly wrong. I mean, that's what I heard. You guys do it's realize not- everybody listening has heard the entire conversation up to this point, correct? That's fine. Because they're only going to tweet out. The, they're only going to tweet out. Look, what Twitter does is Twitter just takes the points to, of incitement and Out of context. It. Yeah, so they're just going to take it out of context and, and it's on. Yeah, most okay. headlines I read on the internet are just wrong, like like out of context portions of the article, like that are intentional. This sounds this sounds like a horrific idea. Let's go for it. Did did Haas say Johnny? <laughs> did Haas ever say Johnny was a poor public school teacher? <laughs> it does sound like something he would say, right? As the <laughs> yeah, I don't know guy. if he said it or not. I don't know if he said it or not. But I swear that 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 at one point I had read. Or heard from somebody that Haas said that Johnny from Rogue One, a podcast for winners, was a poor excuse for a public school teacher. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what I heard. I'm not saying... Don't shoot the messenger. Just passing it along. I'm not saying that Haas has definitely mentioned that Johnny has repeatedly discussed how he does not like or understand the appeal of reading, and he is a school teacher. But but, uh, I'm not saying I definitely heard that Haas said that, but somebody might have said that. that that. Supposedly, supposedly, from what I heard, and I don't know whether this is true or not, that he's in it for a check. And uh, it doesn't obviously. Yeah, I mean, you know, helping children along is not important. It's just <laughs> for a check. And the other thing that I heard it—it's a crazy thing. Is this that, is the crazy thing. No, I had I had heard at one point that that Johnny from uh, from Rogue One had said that Darth kindness is a tool. And I don't know whether that's true or not, but that's what I heard. Did, did Johnny also say, did you hear that Johnny said that Darth Kindness was an even worse teacher than Johnny? That's what I heard, that he, that he doesn't even like kids. Man, this is all so, so shocking. <laughs> and like, and uh, plausible? <laughs> Question mark? Yeah, yeah, like, 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 this is so plausible. It's like believable. 
<laughs> is it? Yeah. You be you, the judge. You decide. <laughs> Click episode in. <laughs> hey, whatever it takes to get to, to get our uh, our our prominence back in the, in the podcast game. I know. We're just we're just over here in our corner doing our thing. Let's, let's right. Stir it up a little bit. Okay. Sure. Well, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll give you one more chance. Go after one other show, not person, but just go after another show from something that you heard from someone else, of course. Yeah, always. Because we don't well, do actually, anything ourselves. We are not instigators. I, there was there was a convention that I was at a few years back, and I don't remember the convention itself. But uh, I was outside, and there was a podcaster who he's a good podcaster. He he actually smoked cigarettes uh, quite a bit. He was outside having a cigarette, and I'm standing so there far. Him. Seems legit. Go on. And he had said that uh, he absolutely despises his co-host, who <laughs> who shall remain nameless, <laughs> Jason Ward. Um, but <laughs> said it, it really hurts every time to produce the show, but he does it because he's got nothing better to do. I don't know mm. if that's true or not. <laughs> So just enter enter uh, other podcasts, Matt. Smack. Sure. Only one. Uh-uh. All right. Sure. So on that note, um, I, I you know, Bye. It, it, we we got it all in. <laughs> and I hey, I said at the beginning of this show that we were going to have podcast magic, and you know what? We delivered. This was magic. That's, this was magical. This is like forty five minutes out of an hour and a half. That was actual Star Wars. And, it might and even again, be more than that. And I, d- I didn't want to be the person to have to bring any of this up, and I know you guys didn't either. You know, the last thing we want to do is, is cause turmoil and all that. But <laughs> never. I think it needs to be said, though. You know, in that the name heard, of righteousness, go for that, it. That we heard yeah. something. What? Don't be silent. No, absolutely not. Speak truth. <laughs> Go for it, Mark. No, no. I, I think my, my, my amount of truth is done. Except, except. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. <laughs> I, had, I had heard I had heard a crazy story. I don't even know if this in my area. There's no reason to laugh because it's serious business. I I heard that that. The editor, the editor, I don't know if he's even the editor of, uh, of making Star Wars. <laughs> he's not even Asian. What? Ron, can I say this? Ron's not, Ron's not Asian. He's, he's a white dude from Rancho Cucamonga. He just, hold on, I see his listener. He, he 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 does it so he can say whatever he wants and not get questioned. He he's secretly just a, he's just a dude, bro. Don't tell anybody I said that. <laughs> Ron Ron Efron is, is white as the day is long. And, and for all the- but but no no that's it's just something that you heard. No, I don't even. Yes, Mark, do not blame this. I, I've never met him to be able to. 
confirmed tonight. I I have met him at a. You, I, you've I, never I, had lunch with him on multiple occasions. Yeah, I can't to confirm or deny it. Hey guys, I legitimately I have never met him. I don't know. There you go, there you go. Tim. Can I, Tim either confirm or deny? And I guess <laughs> I'm not allowed to. <laughs> You're not allowed to speak. Yeah, I'm, I'm not allowed to mention. Oh, you guys. Now, but before Mark says something that gets us in trouble. <laughs> I, I'm just reporting what I heard. Maybe, maybe except, for, except the... for when Tim tries to give you that out, and you've <laughs> maybe this would be a good time to actually say bye and save whatever dignity we have left. Which is uh, hey, that was none to start with, but that's okay because we rock. All right, we're gonna go, and we'll be back next time. Thank you both for being on. This was Podcast Podcast Magic. Like we hyped up, like Mark hyped up at the beginning. Thank you guys for delivering. And oh, listen. Yeah. Oh, the truth yeah. of the matter is, what is it? <laughs> you got to think of something real quick. <laughs> that, that is the truth of the matter. You, from what I understand, I've heard about you is that I don't even know anymore. I, I, can't, I can't keep that. I don't check look, your sources. Look. We should check our sources. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh we, none of none of our uh, of what we heard is fine. <laughs> like, like we're not standing by any of this. <laughs> all, all, I'm sorry. Everything that Mark said tonight, I'm pretty sure he found on Reddit. Yeah, right. It's been good for stuff lately, though. Yeah, I know it has. It's almost concerning me. Like it's been good. Yeah, oh so. well, I mean, there's still a bunch of crap out there too. But so there you go. Everything I said about uh, Johnny is true. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well. I'm going to make sure that we're done. And I'm just going to stop recording, even if Mark's still talking. Bye. There we go. All right. Bye. See y'all. Bye, guys.